1: everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today because we are joined by sarah frazier
0: david david i feel like we need to shout out okay because obviously we come on this podcast and we're like we don't give a fuck what any of you think which is true but we have gotten something, we have gotten in the past two weeks the loveliest messages the loveliest from really? Scotland. yes have you read all this oh my god i mean People are so kind. They love us together. They love the show. They're like, screw all the haters.
1: Screw the haters, baby.
0: Screw the haters. Well,
1: listen, I am, um, I'm glad that you're in the weeds reading and for everyone leaving these wonderful comments.
0: Thank you. Uh, this Sarah, is beautiful news today, Sarah. I love your podcast with David. Thank you for being you. Love from Kylie in Australia. Um, then this shout out we have to give from Alex. I love you and David, by the way, you're so pretty too, which that's very kind. Cause most of the time I look like is this is why you've been putting makeup on lately. It's Alex for Alex. Oh my God. It's for Alex. Look at these, um, from Kathleen. Question for you and David on the recap shows you do, by the way, I love them. So Angie's husband, she's referring to Salt Lake city uh, admitted. You. Yes. Oh, yeah. Do you want me to keep going? No. Yes.
1: I was going to say I th- that I got, I because I don't know more than one Angie. Go
0: on. Admitted to making this fake account on Instagram to defend his wife. Could Lisa Barlow and Jen Shaw sue for defamation or file some kind of charge against him slash they? The whole scene with them admitting everything to Meredith was so cringe. Love the podcast you do with David. I know that David's an attorney. I don't know. David. Um, I to no, say that.
1: no. I mean, you know, like I said, I know all so many housewives for a fact that have not only do I know that they have fake accounts, I know the actual names of these fake accounts. Sick. Um, no, you can create a fake account and say anything you want about anyone, really. You know, I mean, well, it's like, well, not anything, but you know, it's different. Like when Diana's suing for, you know, the NT lawyer for saying that she was sex trafficking, madam, like, that's different like it's 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 like listen I just think the easy rule is it's really hard and I think it's when it goes to profession like when Tamrat and um Heather um whatever her name is the other one Heather Rat Tamrat and Heather Rat with the podcast and um Shannon got sued by Jim Bellino because they said that his trampoline park caused death and that's why it was closed yeah that's that's a that's a cause of action like when you have an opinion that someone's a scumbag or whatever but when you have like a statement like if i said like i don't know you're closing down your podcast because you were you know oh, found a
0: running a ponzi right, scheme, about right, to be arrested
1: right like technically if you really want you can sue me mind you, you also have to show damages so how much are you making a year? You know? And then after all that, whatever you're making and your legal fees, what is that worth? You know what I'm saying? But yeah, like you have to show damages. So I don't even know if Diana has a case in all these cases, but like Jim's thing is like, okay, you're saying this about my business and it's affecting my business. And look, we don't know. It's settled out of court. That doesn't mean anything. That means it just could have gone away or someone got some dollar, you know? And
0: if it settles out of court, you don't know. Like, Jim could have won the case, right? <clears throat> or Jim could have lost the case. Like maybe there were, you know, you have no idea. If right, there- like if they
1: were suing for like four million or whatever it was, they could have said, like, look how much attorney's fees. This is ridiculous. The thing is, you don't know when it goes to trial. You don't know. So you might think you're going to win four million dollars, and it might be like you lose and you owe four million. You have to pay certain You just don't know. So that's the thing. That's why cases hardly ever go to trial. You know, but. Right. Like if Jim wanted a million dollars at this point, they could have said, all right, just call it, just give me a hundred thousand dollars and let's call it. And they're like, well, we spent $400,000 on, le- on legal fees. We we don't want to do this anymore. Here's, you know, so it's like, you just never know. Oh That's God. different than a case being dismissed, like with or without prejudice. Like it's a settlement, it's out of court and we're moving on. But no, this person, Angie's husband, cannot be sued for creating a fake Instagram account. And thank you for all the lovers. And um, yeah, that's, you know, we'll have to see what happens with Miss Diana's uh, lawsuit for people that allege that she is a, Diana is so happy. She's suing everyone, Miss Diana just.
0: Jen- I, th- I love that you brought that up because I think you're right, right? With her being a public figure, who knows how much she's going to win. But with her, don't you think it's, it's it really it's a warning shot, I think, to other people like you know cuz she knows a lot of these bloggers have no money i mean there's you know they make $5000 a month or something like that but they 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 don't have nearly they couldn't even hold a candle to her wealth so yeah. i think it's just a warning keep my fucking name out of your mouth or because like you said these you know anti lawyer maybe they're really a lawyer i have no idea but they're probably going to have to get an attorney i mean you know it's going to be $15000 for even it to just go away. You know, I mean, that's a significant amount of money for a lot of people.
1: Yes. Like, listen, if you get sued, if you, again, before we move on, if you get a cease, uh, my thing is, listen, this isn't great advice, but if I got a cease and desist letter, I would write fuck you across it and send it back to somebody. That is me. A cease and desist letter means nothing. It's just like, if you don't stop this, I'm going to sue you. Now, in Diana's case, she means business. When she sends a cease and desist, she is going to sue you. In most people's cases... They're sending it, but they're not going to actually sue you. When I, the last person that I sued, my lawyers were like, do you want to send a cease and desist? I'm like, no, this, this woman that I'm suing is a psychotic narcissist. If we send her this, she'll laugh. So I'm not, I'm not interested in wasting this step. It's not even the money, this extra $4. I just don't want to, to wait an extra three weeks. I don't want a cease and desist. Cause it's saying, and then when you rip it up or throw it away or whatever, you then you, you either stop the activity and you don't get sued or you just keep and then you do get sued but it's like calling someone's bluff i think 9 out of 10 times someone doesn't follow that up with a lawsuit they don't really want to sue because if they did they would sue and it right but if you get sued so forget about the cease and desist but if you actually get sued you have to get a lawyer i mean you don't have to but you kind of do unless yeah, you you're going to really handle can. it yourself so yeah, I mean, anyone could sue anyone for anything. Now, then, you know, you owe the more frivolous, then that's where attorneys' fees can come into play. Where so it's like, look, just nobody wins. I've said this before. The lawyers win when there's a lawsuit. Period. Oh the Every,
0: Win all the time. Yeah. Nobody
1: else wins. And I just like just go about living your life unless you have a real cause of action, which is based on money in your pocket, not hurt feelings or being pissed off. Period. The end. Okay. Love
0: that. Um, Thank you, Zoya David. David.
1: There you go. And there's our answer for our people. Um, Before we move on from Beverly Hills, God, we talk about Beverly Hills so much, guys. But we have to because now these rumors are back about Brandy and Lisa Vanderpump coming back and Stop stop believing everything you guys read. That ain't true. I mean, <laughs> like it's not look, could it be true when we when we get to it? Nothing is there's no casting decisions happening now. It's a real pause. We've all moved on in life. We're not thinking about this. That's did you did you, did you you did don't you see think all that Brandi- bullshit?
0: Is really in the mix, though. I, I mean, I, I think, do. I don't believe the LVP rumor at all. I mean, no. two weeks ago in the New York Post, LVP was quoted as saying, I, I'm not coming back. I want nothing to do with the shit show. I want nothing to do with it. LVP is done. But Bra- I mean, Brandy wants back. You know, Brandy would love the money. She was great on Ultimate Girls Trip at Dorinda's house. I mean, I think Brandy's really at, like there's a real strong possibility they're bringing her back.
1: Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I think that article about like, oh, we've had discussions and Brandy. No, I mean, it's not at that point where she's lumped. But no, I think that Brandy is, I said it before. I mean, the only people I could see are Denise or Brandy when you really boil it down. It's not going to be Kim Richards for a lot of reasons. Yeah. It's I think Camille would be great. It's not going to oh. be Camille. It's As not, I you, no, I, 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 I think Brandy is the only, to me, the other name that is, she's, yeah, she's look, she's not going to turn it down. Right. She ain't going to say no. She yeah. would use the money. She wasn't really, she didn't fit in at that time. And now we're like in a different time in the world, you know, Brandy, and I've spoken to Brandy about this directly. I don't want to speak to her for her. She would definitely take the job, but you know, her statement, rightfully so, but I think we need this, is like, I'm not Beverly Hills. Like, Brandy doesn't have this money. She's the first one to tell you this. I don't know if that really matters at this it point. It doesn't.
0: Not now, because they have so much wealth on the show. I mean, you have Sutton. You have, you know, Garcelle is making money from the show, as she should. You She's know, she bought her Birkin. I mean, Renna is wealthy now. You know, Kyle Richards is like getting beyond wealthy. You know, I mean, so you've got Kathy in the mix. I mean, I think Brandy would bring it down. That was what was amazing about Bethany. Bethany was the one that had no money. She was the underdog. She was the feisty mouth with all these Upper East Side wealthy women who thought their shit didn't stink. And Bethany was there to remind them, oh, oh, remind like it does, you know brandy would be great in the mix and and now it's not about the money for beverly hills because they have that to me it's about the power dynamic who can they bring on that challenges Rena? you know that because the audience is already against renna do they want one more season where they really see renna sink i mean that's you know look for better or worse it's the shakespearean what i mean they we kind of want to see her you know we want to see Renna humbled, right? Who can humble Renna? Could it be Brandy? Could it be Denise? They're up, they're in the mix.
1: They're in the mix, right? I, I, so I agree with that. I just don't think that whole, like, oh, we've talked, no, nothing is, that's January, but I agree with everything you just said with the footnote, two footnotes. Um, there's also somebody else that's broke as a joke on the show currently. Her Ooh. name is Erica Jane. So I mean, well, it's not like Brandy would be the only one. I mean, would Erica Jane be cast today? I don't think so on Beverly Hills. She has no money. So I mean, right? Other than what she makes from the show, so um, it's, it's oh my God,
0: she is broke
1: I, as a joke. She's broke as a joke. She's gonna owe for the rest of her life. I think that it would be an interesting fun dynamic when you have brandy being to like saw in like you know oh wow like you're taking me on this trip like i can never f-. you know kind of like a gina kirchenheider over there on the oc when she's getting the tour of chateau dubreau which just sold for 55 million. it could be fun here's the one caveat now i believe brandy will do anything for the money shocker um you know but brandy is not really brandy is not an anti rena person at this moment in the world she's kind of like kyle is great she thinks kyle is great Doreed, like not like erica so she's not really in with scarcel and sutton nor does she know them. she'd almost but i think if they sat her down and said girl this is your role Brandy doesn't care what the reality of the situation is. She'll be real, but she'll do what she has to do for that paycheck. But Brandy is not, I mean, she's closer to Kyle and Rina. She, trust me, I know. Let's just leave it at that, guys, and I'll drop a footnote about Brandy and you could read that any way you want. Maybe she'll be making an appearance on a podcast at some point.
0: Oh, but
1: I mean, I don't know. I don't know, guys. I
0: don't know know
1: about all that, but, um, um, but you know, that's the only footnote, but I do agree if she's look, it only takes a minute being back in production, right. To be like, I was, didn't have anything against Rita. And now I do. I'll admit it as important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate. I love all the DMs you guys send me about how you love listening to this podcast with a bottle of wine. Well, listen, fellow wine lovers, I need to tell you guys about First Leave. If you're like me, you go to the wine store and you're like, it's such a hard decision to pick out wine. I don't really know anything about wine. And then you have to ask for help. And I don't know, I used to always get embarrassed, right? Because like, I'm trying to act all cool. Like I know everything about the world when I really don't. First Leave changes all that because you go to their website and you take their quiz, they'd ask you like what type of wines you like? Do you like whites or reds? What type of flavors do you like? And at the end, they recommend bottles for you. Then they deliver those bottles right to your front door. You don't have to go anywhere. And then as you drink the bottles, you give them feedback. So you'll tell them if you like a bottle or if you didn't like a bottle, and then they will hone in even further on what you really love. I have to tell you like all the wines they've shipped me, there's not a single bottle that I haven't loved. So you can sign up today and you'll get your first six bottles from First Leaf for only $39.99 ninety five plus free shipping. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash velvet rope. That's T-R-Y F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash velvet rope to get your first six bottles for thirty-nine ninety-five plus free shipping. Tryfirstleaf.com firstleaf.com slash velvet rope. Now who listening is telling me that they don't want six bottles of wine delivered to their front door for 39.95.
0: I do think you're right. They're not going to bring on anybody to that cast that is Team Renna because it's already looked like Renna, Erica, Dorit, Kyle to some extent have bullied Sutton and Garcelle and Crystal. Again, I mean, what are you th- okay? As of right now, you think Crystal's back? I just well, I if
1: you believe that article, you know, not only is LVP and Denise being talked to, Crystal's gone, Diane has gone, according to that article, and Or they're on the choppy block and Dorita's in severe trouble of being demoted to a friend. I really I really believe that nothing is being discussed really it's just the granular level of people existing in the world the way that we are and i'm sure they all have thoughts that are going through their mind but i don't like when andy cohn says and i also think he wasn't telling the truth when he's like now that you know the reboot is filming now we're ready to cast legacy not no you'll be ready to cast legacy in like a year and a half like we have to film the reboot then we have to air the reboot Then we have to, right? So we have another year before we focus on legacy. But I think there's names they have in their mind. Like it's obviously going to be Jill and, you know, but so I don't think, no, I don't think there's any discussions at Bravo or NBC with anyone important now. And I don't think there's going to be in November. And I don't even think there's going to be in December. I think, you know, it's, it's January is when we'll start looking you know you're in production and tv it will take them two weeks to go through this and hey brandy tomorrow we're shooting and the season starts and your contract is coming today. And we're sorry. We haven't talked to you in seven years. Do you want to do this yeah. or not? Like, do you know what yeah. I mean? I it's There's no advance notice needed when they, when they want you, or you either want it or you don't, and if you don't, the train is leaving without you. Right. So I think January. So no, I don't believe any of these bullshit rumors at this point, but I do think Brandy is a real possibility when they get there. Yeah, Next. sure.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: I love it. Um, before we okay, let's talk about something other than Beverly Hills for a minute, and then we know, come we back know. to it. I know. Um, what
0: do,
1: what do you want to talk about other than <laughs> Beverly Hills? What well, is keeping you up at night?
0: Two things. Um, a recent interview that Nene Leakes did with I don't know if he was a podcaster or somebody in Atlanta that you know that's in media. Um, it was very revealing. Um, I want to talk that. Okay. I'll talk that. And then of course my girls in, in, in the P, you know, oh, and well, I love, you know, I, I'm the biggest fan of NeNe ever, ever, ever. I want to see NeNe back on TV. As you know, I work here in production in LA. There's a lot of mixed rumors about her behind the scenes. She is allegedly difficult. Um, you know, I, can she get on a network now that she sued a network? I don't know. I haven't been in this business long enough to know what the executives think. My guess is it's hard because if she's done that once, the fear is, you know, could she do it again? As not an executive, I'm like, <laughs> I want to develop a show with her. I feel like she could be the next Wendy Williams. I say all that to say she did the interview. There were two big nuggets. One, she talked about Candy because, you know, Candy was very vocal that that NBC and Andy have never been racist against NeNe, which publicly hurt NeNe, in my opinion. OK, her case, she says in this interview that Candy is very jealous of her. She doesn't know why she's never done anything to Candy, but Candy is very threatened, does not want Nini back ever on the show, because when Nini's on, it takes away from Candy. Do you think there's any truth to that? You've wow. interviewed Candy Burris.
1: I've interviewed Candy Bruce. Those are all interesting because I, I didn't see this interview. So this is all very interesting. Um, well, how did Candy's name even come up? The guy like brought it up or just, I'm just curious. Yeah, he
0: brought it up because, you know, while NeNe was going, and by the way, so NeNe says in this interview, a part of the lawsuit with Andy at NBC was dismissed, but they still have another issue that is not resolved, like that's unresolved. So they are still in a legal Battle, I guess, is the word. So she can't speak publicly about everything yet, but she is open to coming back, and she is open to sitting down and talking to Andy. I am so confused by all this. Like, I'm just like, you are, I mean, like, what, right? Huh? What? I mean,
1: well, I mean, look, I interviewed Candy. No, I personally don't believe Candy is jealous of Nini. I just don't. I don't really think Candy is jealous of really anyone on housewives i mean look she is now the longest running consecutive housewife right like ever longer than Teresa because of the atlanta started so i really when candy was on and she looks into my eyes and tells me like When this ends, it ends. I believe it. Every year, Candy is on that list of rumors of like, Candy's going. She's boring. Candy's going. She hears this every year. So she does have... All these other things in life. I mean, forget about Escape and her songs. She's written so many hit songs for so many people. And no, I'm not talking about Don't Be Tardy. I'm talking about like real Insane. songs. Yeah. Right, like real songs. So Candy really, I mean, Marlo said it on the show. They all say it, like Candy has money. So of course you want another $2 million. But I really believe that when the housewife's train is over, unlike a lot of these other people, Candy really doesn't care. And she has so many other things going on. And it will free her up for so many other things that she could be doing while it's going on. No, I I that I don't believe. I I really don't think now. I mean, it's also interesting. It's like, you know, when she says on my show, like, I think one of the reasons Andy really likes me is because I never bother him or never ask for edits. She, that's what she said. You know, you have to wonder, like, I mean, does Candy really? I mean, I I believe that I believe that she that that's an honest statement that she's never seen racism against me or anyone like I believe that and I guess yeah that would hurt me a little bit but you also have to see the politics of it Of like did someone at NBC call you and say hey girl we don't need you know Drew because she's you know who the hell's that we need you we need you to speak out and I'm sure that could have happened it's not it's not know. you don't think so
0: I I I would have believed that ten years ago, but I think in light of Me Too, Times Up, um, everything we've been through, you know, with uh, just Black Lives Matter, I mean, I, I feel like I cannot imagine they would do that. I mean, that's a huge risk. I mean, I don't know, maybe. maybe I mean, may- nothing. Look, nothing, nothing, nothing shocks me in in any in this business anymore. I'm sure you feel the same way, but I. I don't know. I mean, I doubt it. I, I just can't imagine them them saying that. I mean, you know, it like to me, the whole thing, I know I think you and I've talked ad nauseum about Nini's lawsuit, but the hard thing was is really a lot of this kind of stemmed from Kim Zolciak's statements. And, you know, they can't control what Kim says. Um, now, they can control if they keep Kim or they don't, but the reality is, is Kim... Yeah, she got a spin off, but then, you know, she hasn't been on the network in how many years? hasn't been back on that show. Um and you know, can you like a field producer who would be with Kim Zolciak when she allegedly made this comments? I mean, do you force them to be like That they're the ones that should be policing. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to justify anything that Kim allegedly did. I'm just saying, in a court of like law and accountability, it's like, can you really hold anyone accountable for that? That's all I'm trying to make the point. Not saying. No,
1: I agree with that. It's not. You know, she claims other. Right. I mean, you know, everyone always refers to there's emails and texts. I don't know anything about that. I haven't delved that deep into this. But right. That's a lot different than like a memo that got leaked to her accidentally where a network exec is like saying these things. That is right. So I think it's a stretch to import Kim Zolciak's actions onto NBC. I I would agree with that.
0: And to me, it's like, you know, if Candy has this kind of good relationship with production and Andy, I mean, she's not going to be, why would she be privy to any of these conversations, you know, with Kim and anything like that? And, you know, Candy came out and said, well, NeNe said something racist about me, you know, because I think there was some quote, you know, so it's like, I don't know, you know, I mean, I feel for Nini. She's obviously going through a lot. You know, she gave an update recently about her son. You know, her son suffered heart failure and a stroke. I mean, my God, he's only in his early 20s. You know, she lost Greg last year. I mean, she's been through a lot. I hear that she's debating maybe closing her very popular lounge in Georgia, because she, you know, in Atlanta, because she's just got so much going on. She will always be one of the greatest television personalities ever, ever, ever. I mean, she is when you have that, it's TV gold. I don't know. Can she come back? Does Andy want to talk to her? I have no idea. I have no
1: idea. I just think it's like, I mean, of course you want to come back. Like to say you're open and all this, it's like, I mean, of course you are, right? Like, and I'm not discrediting the lawsuit, but it's just like, look, I, I don't believe in regrets in life. I believe in first you got to do a, like, if I really felt that there was discrimination against me or whatever. I I would be hardcore like I don't give a fuck about the ramifications of my actions. I, I would have done the exact same thing she did, and I'm not even commenting on it. But I'm just saying, well, yeah, I mean, you do want to come back, but I don't. I mean, there's a right there's like you said, there's a lot going on in this one interview. Like, there's still part of the lawsuit lingering. What? And I mean, if that's the case, I mean, you're not coming back. Like the one thing has to be solved before. I just think it's, I kind of feel for Nini too. I do agree with you. I think like, you know, you always say Bethany should be like Larry King. And I mean, I don't know if Wendy Williams throne would have been the right forum, but there is a forum on a different network somewhere where maybe Nini could, I mean, look, she's got it tame herself though. Cause it's not about you. I mean, that's,
0: well, and the, that's, that's,
1: that's the problem. It's right. not, a, that's right. the problem with Bethany. Like you said, like you have to be likable as a host and, and it's just, it's like Bethany doing her rewives podcast. Like, okay, it's, you're not even going to be watching yourself, but at least it's housewives. At least it, it could kind of be about you because you were in that thing, you know, whether it's, you're doing the table flip or but right, like when Bethany's interviewing, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow, it's shut up. No, Nobody cares about your life experience. So that's what Nini would have to curb and couldn't get, like... And the,
0: the, what makes these people so fun to watch is they cannot control themselves. You know, they can't, you know, Nini is not going to give an inch to a candy, to a Kenya, you know, I mean, even if they deserve it, because I probably Nini just can't even help herself. You know, she now wants to be in the spotlight. It, Bethany's the same way. Bethany believes she's just bigger than life. And maybe she is, you know, I was on her TikTok looking at her announcement of this new podcast her fans can't wait and she's got thousands of them. So, you know, I mean, but yeah, I mean, I would give Bethany a go at a talk show, but she's already had one and it didn't work. So maybe she isn't that likable. And you're
1: saying Nini's reputation in the industry is that she's difficult. Anything else? Using Talkspace to me makes me feel like I have a mental health professional with me at all times. And I freaking love that. Talkspace offers both therapy and psychiatry and being able to reach out to my provider at any time, anywhere makes taking care of my mental health super easy. You guys know I'm never in one place for very long and I'm so relaxed when I'm traveling and I'm away and knowing that I need to talk with my therapist, all I have to do is send a message from wherever I am. Look, therapy isn't easy, right? And dealing with mental health head on, it's a challenge at times, but connecting with my therapist isn't and shouldn't be. You can sign up online for Talkspace and you get a personalized match with with a provider that's right for you, typically in no more than 48 hours. How great is that? And they have thousands thousands of licensed therapists with over 40 years experience in all specialties, depression, anxiety, substance abuse, trauma, anger management, and so on relationship issues. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. When you go to Talkspace.com slash velvet to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash velvet to get $100 off your first month. That's Talkspace.com slash velvet. And you believe Thanksgiving is next week. And you know what that means. Then the holidays. Here's the problem I have with holiday shopping. I went on to lululemon.com the other day to buy my gifts for everyone. And I seriously was on this website for, I think, about an hour and a half. And I checked out and I bought not one thing for anyone else. And it's not that there wasn't anything for anyone else. It's that I bought everything for my damn self. It is literally my favorite brand. What I love about Lululemon is I love clothes that are so comfortable, but so stylish. There's there's joy in motion. Listen, their clothes move so well. And everyone I think always thinks of Lululemon for like working out and athleisure wear, which absolutely, but there's so much more. I got jackets there, pants, dress shirts. I just bought the cutest navigation down jacket. It's so comfy and it fits so well. Now I'm gonna have to go back to Lululemon because literally I now have nothing for anyone else for the holidays. So for your holiday shopping, go to lululemon.com. You'll find everything you need for all the special someone's in your life. Jackets, pants, shirts, so many great accessories. And again, the clothes are so freaking comfortable. That's lululemon.com.
0: Well, you know, again, this is like alleged and you know, I don't I I actually okay, I retract that statement because I don't you know, it's hard for me to say that because I've never worked with Nini. Um, but I can tell you you and you've worked in HR, it's not good when you sue a network. <laughs> you know, it's I just- mean,
1: I've said this No, <laughs> it's, it's not. not it's not It's like if you sue, like I used to run HR, like besides the Martha Stewart, like like in an advertising agency. And it was like a huge agency, but it was a division of Omnicom. So Omnicom advertising is huge. So say that like the office that I ran was like 300, 400 people, a standalone advertising agency. We had like maybe... 25 others, like advertising is only owned by a few holding companies like this one and that one. So it's like once you sue this company, there's now like 40 companies, maybe 50 or 60 worldwide that you could just never work for again, ever. You've sued. There's an actual lawsuit that says verse Omnicon. So yeah, like it's in your file. So now when you apply for a job and I'm not saying don't sue, I'm just saying, yeah. You don't come back from that. That's I still stand by. I don't know about other networks. I don't think she will ever be allowed on Bravo and NBC. again. I'd hire that her. is my I know you would. And I'm not saying <laughs> I, I would hire her here. behind. I would hire her here behind the velvet rope. Look, she's television
0: gold, but you know so I, I just want to cry. Okay. I, like now I'm feeling like I'm second guessing myself, but you know, I don't want to say anything about Nini. Like it's all hearsay. And like, I have never interacted with her. So I don't want to say anything about what allegedly people say. I don't know.
1: You know what though? Are you, is, is Sarah afraid of a lawsuit here today <laughs> yes. after we talked
0: I don't okay, want to get sued. Well, I love all these. I love all these people, and I, you know, I'm really trying to consciously. I love gossip. I love talking about people, but I'm trying not to put out things in the universe that, like, I really don't know for a fact, you know, because I haven't interacted with them. There's, you know, when there's a news story and we're kind of speculating about it, fine, but when it comes to someone's personal character, I just, you know, because yeah, maybe someday in the future you and I work with Nene. I don't want to be like, oh, by the way,
1: you know, I have a job for Nene. And I mean, I really, I'm being very serious now. I mean, would I go into this, I'm not going to sign anything. I don't want any lawsuit, um, but I mean, yes, yeah, so sign- I'm not going to sign any contract, but
0: I'd sign something. And later. there's
1: compensation. So someone, someone get me Nini on the phone. I would do a weekly recap with Nini on RHOA when it comes back on. Genius. Right here behind the velvet robe. I'm ready to do that. I don't know why on that point Nini doesn't re I mean, everybody's doing it, but again, it can't be nasty and bitter. Like you have to, you have to see, look, Beth- what Bethany's doing is different, right? But like, if you're going to recap, you have to give some props. It can't just be like, When I was on the show, Candy sucks. Look at Kenya. There's Drew. Look at Drew. I mean, she can't trash the whole season if you're going to do a podcast. You can critically look at it and have snarky comments, but you got to give some props to somebody, right? So, but if she pulled, like, just... She would be great recapping RHOA, right? Oh my God.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I do think the thing that sets Nini and Bethany apart is they can talk about a lot more than just housewives. But yes, that's what they're known for. But anyway, well, I, look-
1: according to all Bethany's haters, like Carol <laughs> Raswell and Countess Loanne and everyone else, Bethany failed at life. And now this is the only thing that's helping. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much what they said. Um should we move on to the P? Your yes. favorite girls and there's a lot going on with the P. I have to be honest, I'm a little behind on the P. Are you caught up on the P? I'm Are you caught joking? up on the P. P. Really? Tell me, tell me what's going on in the P. I, I gotta catch up.
0: I mean, <laughs> I love my girls in the P so much, but it is a, it's a funny season. It's still doing very well in the ratings. Um, look, why is it a funny season? You know, look, Michael Darby. Deserves an applause. I mean, Michael Darby kept us interested. I wanted to know who Michael Darby was fucking. He was obviously down to fuck everybody. It was, I miss Michael Darby. I'm going to be, and I miss Monique. I'm just going to be straight. You know, we're at this weird, funky storyline of trying to accuse Chris Bassett of hopping in Ashley's DMs, which he did not do. He responded to an Instagram story, which we all- Ashley or
1: Giselle's.
0: Ashley, Ashley, he was in Ashley's. So Ashley put up a story. She was out partying Chris Bassett now manages the W Hotel rooftop in Washington, D.C. This is the hottest. It is one of the hottest, hottest spots in all of D.C. I lived there for 15 years. When you went to POV Lounge at the W, it overlooks the White House. I mean, you see the secret security guards. You're that close to the White House with their machine guns or whatever they've got on the top of the White House patrol. I mean, it's the greatest view of the city. He is running this lounge. So she, Ashley was out one night with her girlfriends. He sees that and he says, you all should have come to the W. He is not sliding in her DMs. But I mean, I I don't know. It's just not a good storyline. Candace is on social media this week saying, you know, Giselle has no storyline. And I don't know. I'm with Candy Gal. It's like, how many more? And I know the network and Andy, lo- they loved. I mean, Giselle is in. I will speak to this rumor. I have heard that from everybody in D.C., Washington, D.C., that works on that show. They say Giselle and Andy are very tight and Andy loves her. But I mean, how much more i mean she has. why though why does why? he love I, her i don't over... know is it because she i mean they're all
1: pretty is it why doesn't he love candace why doesn't he love he I mean, don't love candace why doesn't he love wendy i mean can't giselle was there first but i mean the grand dame is still there ashley was there in the beginning why so was robin why and I... i'm not knocking giselle i just like what is that like i get why he loves luann you know, they live near each other in Sag Harbor, where I live. They're right down the street from each other. He knew Luann for years before she was a housewife. Before this thing even, ex- so I understand. Like they that they knew each other. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't understand. I understand why he has his nose up Erica Jane's ass. You know what I mean? She's oh, yes, you know, let's go have sex, and you know he loves. And the rumor is that she hooked him. That she. Got him laid with one of her background dancers when she was on the Pretty Mass tour. So, like, I mean, you know, not that Andy needs help getting laid. I mean, it's like any gay man would sleep with Andy for all the wrong reasons. So, but I mean, like, I, I but you. I I'm just being honest here. But but I digress. Like it's I'm there's I'm not taking anything away from Giselle. I just don't know why her. But I've heard that he I heard the same thing.
0: And look, I mean, Giselle is great at reading people. She's so good. You know, she is a great fit at reality t- TV. But like, you know, Candace said this week, how many more seasons, how many more episodes is she going to just kind of parade around her daughters? And that's, I mean,
1: I so guess she's come out swinging against, and she's come out swinging yeah. against Ashley and Giselle. One being like, this is a total fake storyline, Giselle. He got nothing. And Ashley being like, he manages that he wanted business for the night you know, you are on a show, like to be seen there. It's, I mean, it could be anyone. He's not slipping in your DMs to fuck you, is what she's saying.
0: I mean, I have to agree with Candy Gal. It's just, it's like- What are you
1: going to challenge the audience with?
0: Well, I mean, you know, because Giselle and Robin were trending yesterday and, you know, people love Giselle and Robin, but my challenge to our listeners would be like, tell me what's compelling about this storyline of Chris Bassett. Like Michael Darby- (laughs) was really hooking up with other people. I mean, like Chris Bassett, I just, I don't buy, he didn't slide in Ashley's DMs. He responded to an IG story. Like, does anyone believe in in any universe that he was trying to get with Giselle? I'm sorry, this is like the Lisa Barlow thing. It's just so stupid. You know, it's like Lisa Barlow doesn't look like she sucks her own husband's dick. You think she's sucking someone else's? I mean- I just, I'm like, we're pulling at straws. Like, you know, I don't know. And and
1: poor Candy Gal. And again, I really don't have sides. Like I've had Giselle on, but like Candy Gal can't catch a break. She's basically trashed by this cast season after season. And now it's finally (laughs) not about Candy Gal. It's finally, she's not doing anything wrong. There's no throwing of any salads. There's no, you know, slamming someone's head on a table. Candy Gal's got it. She's got to chill. Now we're going after Chris. Like, man, this bitch can't catch a break. The housewives, her seasons, like everyone deserves at least a, a nice happy season where it's about everyone else, right? that's about her husband. Yeah. Man. But
0: I mean, what else, like, what else do we have? I, I just, you know, the grand dame is the grand dame. She is like the Kathy Hilton of, you know, Potomac. I think it's going to get interesting with Mia because there's obviously some financial things there. There's more about the health thing. Maybe we'll shift gears. Um, the professor, Miss Osefo. I mean, if Miss Osefo does a, or Mrs. Osefo does a deal with Peter, of course, from RHOA, and they open that restaurant in Baltimore if they go into business, that could be very interesting. I mean, Peter, Peter's kind of a trip, you know? I mean, so I just, I don't know. I'm struggling a little bit with this season and I'm just trying to ask myself, is it because we've seen such huge storylines in Salt Lake and Beverly Hills and my expectations are off or are we pulling at straws? So I would challenge our audience, like, I don't know, debate me, I guess, because I'm-, I'm- Well, I would like to ch- do the same challenge
1: because there were some, the last time we talked about it, there were comments, I think on YouTube, maybe on Instagram, but I think YouTube where some people were like, what is Sarah talking about? This is a great season. Now I do feel more like you, I, I do. And so I don't know, for me, it's not even Salt Lake, is it just Beverly Hills that we just came off like World War Three, the most toxic season? Ever and it's just I need a minute to adjust. You know, is it because we saw this physical violence between Monique and and Candace, which I never, you know, support physical violence, but that was interesting. Like, is it just a lighter? Right? Is it a lighter season in the P? There were some challenges, but nothing strong. Nobody. So I would like to to open it up to the audience and leave comments on the YouTube video. Like, do people agree with us? Is the P off or is because someone was like what is Sarah talking about? And I didn't really comment. So it's not like I'm coming for you. They'll come for me too. Like, but they were like, just the P is great. And I'm like, okay, but I agree. Me, I, I don't know if it's me with what I, cause I've watched almost all of it. I'm like an episode behind. Or is it just, it's a little off. It's a little off for me. I I agree with you. I do. Well, look,
0: I mean, Candace is like, I want to recast. Yeah, no. she's like, enough's enough. These guys don't have any storylines. I bring it every fucking season and, I mean, she kind of does and she's doing so much. You know, she's like a legit singer. She's on tour, These city winery tours. She's acting. She's got a film that's going to be coming out 2022, 2023. I mean, she's, she like she said, I bring all my friends. I bring all my family. I force them all to be on and here's Giselle. All we see is her daughter, which I I don't want to come after her. Her daughters are like awesome. And I think they do a good job of checking her, but it's like, what she's saying is who, like, how come the rest of us are exhausting everything we've got? And she brings nothing. I, you know,
1: I just don't know why my biggest thing with Giselle is why don't we see her date? You are like, I want to see Giselle on a date with some hot guy and him be mean, wonderful, it's weird, they're in love. I don't care what the emotion is. I want to see her date. I want to see her just on the town dating. That is her life, isn't it? She doesn't date? I don't know. And what is this about? Um, so as everyone tell us if you're a little bit off with this season too. Um, as we wrap up and wind down, what is this about Robin's
0: life being threatened? What was that? Yes. Yeah, I wanted to find the Instagram post, but essentially Robin put up a message that someone wrote to her um, wishing like death upon her. I mean, it was just- I so- saw that.
1: I saw that. I I saw that. And I I I do the same thing she does. I put it on my story. You yes. know, you can call me out. I don't care. But when it's like, just the cross is a line. I mean, I put it on the story. And someone's like, oh look at you and i'm like no i will put this on my story if you basically like are solo I, I saw that someone in robin was like can you believe this this person's threatening my life or whatever but i just don't understand what it was from they just don't like robin okay
0: it was a couple weeks ago it was following an all-new yes. episode of potomac where robin shared a death threat she received from a fan over her current beef with wendy osefo yes um Robin was taken back uh, by the message and posted this woman hopes I die over some people that don't even know she exists sick. No need to harass her for her evil wishes. She is unfortunately one of many. I will, I will just continue to pray for protection for me and my family and my cast. I mean, my castmates who will also be harassed at some point over this long season because we are all humans and far from perfect from those wishing harm and evil over us because of a TV show. Shake my head, Robin Dixon. You know, it was – and and good for Robin. She put up this woman's Instagram. It was so
1: crazy. I mean, I I just listen, I don't even get into it now, but I see the same people. They like Margaret Josephs takes a shit. They like it. Teresa, um, Judici blows her nose. They like it. It's the same people. They go on every housewives. I'm like, I don't understand. Like it's, I do agree with what she said. Everyone listening. These people don't know that you exist in the world. So if tomorrow you get a cancer diagnosis and you're in a hospital a year from now and you're on your deathbed and you're about to die, Giselle Bryant doesn't give a fuck about you and either does Margaret Josephs. Here I go on a rant. I was so calm. All fucking episodes. <laughs> don't know you're alive. So I understand watching the show, having comments, hate watching it, participating you know, I don't understand the, the, the adoration or the, I mean, I think the adoration is just as sick as the hate. Oh, they're you're not, oh, they they commented back to you. So your whole, the whole week is made. Margaret Joseph's liked my comment, you know, Kathy Hilton liked my comment. Yeah. I talk about when Kathy's on my Instagram here and then it gets picked up in the press. That's, that's business. Sorry. That's business. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. So I'm just saying, guys, love your mother, love your brother. Those of you lucky enough to have your mother alive, like, love the people around you. Stop giving hearts and adoration. I mean, yeah, like, so. But I mean, I'm telling you, I'm not going to call out names. I know people that literally will go and like something Robin post, will go and like something Kathy Hilton post, will like something Andy post, will like something Rachel Zoe post, will like. I mean, we are all, all day. I'm like, man, they don't know you're alive. Pull it together. Sorry. I I love it. (laughs) That brings you happiness. But I mean, so I I say that all the time. It's just, it's the adoration. It's very, it's it's a weird thing. And I guess uh, I don't look, it's a bigger psychological issue that we don't have time for, right? It's like you 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 gotta be happy with yourself, and you're not. Can I just say one thing, guys? I'm not even can I say one thing before we go because we'll post this all of our talking I have on this Erica Jade. So haters. Forget about hating Robin today and sending her death threats. Come for me. The shirt says Erica Jane. Here it is. I'm going to put up a picture of it when we post this episode. I didn't even realize I was wearing this until I started going on the air with you. And I'm like, like I said, I don't care. i if EJ. I don't care if I love her or hate her. Let me tell you something. The day that that woman says I'm Erica Jane and we're doing another pretty mess tour. I am buying a ticket for every fucking city because it was the greatest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Shout out for the pretty best one. Gonna, okay, that's it. Oh,
0: uh, next episode. When's she going back on tour? Girl,
1: you need money. Scale it down. Get rid of all those background dancers. Come out with your All the outfit
0: changes. Box. Just do two outfits, three outfits, call it a night. We don't was care she, if you come out in your pajamas.
1: It was literally one of the best things I have ever seen. Oh, I'm so jealous. Women
0: it will appreciate it, straight men,
1: but the, the gay man, I mean, this is like, this is like the Olympics. That was like- like there was patting of the puss and just everything. And I'm just like, I am just, I don't know what is going on. This is the best thing I've ever seen. So I'm,
0: All here right. we
1: go. Um, Sarah, love you much. We're going to find you me behind the velvet rope. We're going to find you where?
0: At the Sarah Fraser show on TikTok. Sarah Fraser show, new podcasts on Apple Podcasts and Spotify every single day.
1: I love it. And I will see you very soon. we're
0: gorgeous love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.